Hi, it's Tom. We're kicking off episode two of Tom Weekly. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our pilot episode last week. What an electric launch. We were listened to in seven different countries, five states in the United States, four provinces in Canada, and so many other territories as well, like Thailand. Uh, We were listened to in Ireland. We were listened to in Norway. We were listened to everywhere. It was awesome. Uh, This week... We're going to jump right into it. I'm joined by someone who's become a much, uh, uh, such a close friend of mine in recent months. He's uh, what I would call my pandemic person. Uh, I love him. He's just awesome. It's Robert Adam. Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Tommy? Oh, I'm good. Just hanging out. Hey, before we get going, I'm going to get you to uh, introduce our little intro. Are you ready? Yes, I'm so ready. Okay, go. Play that honky-tonk piano, Catherine. That was amazing. Actually, I love that. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, Rob, hey, thanks so much for being here. Um, If you don't know Rob, he's originally from the northern Alberta prairie town of Bonneville. Uh, He combines a rural spirit of classic country with lyrics that offer more than a surface meaning. Uh, He's sure to make his audience nostalgic for a place that they may have never known and warm hearts with a small town charm. It's one of my favorite things about him. And uh, in the same... In the same year that Rob moved back uh, to the West, settled in Calgary, he quickly earned a reputation as an electric entertainer and carefully crafted artist alike. Uh, He's amazing. Sweet, salty vocals, curated lyrics, dreamy musical textures. I'm all about it. Rob, uh, we're going to get right back into this. Well, not right back in. We're just going to start and go on it. Okay? I'm ready. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Uh, I met you... Last January at the Alberta Country Music Awards weekend, right? That was where we met for the first time. Literally, it has been a full circle year since we yeah. actually met in the flesh. I think it is. And I think we've actually only hung out like maybe six times. Actually true. I physically in, in the flesh, maybe six yeah. times. Um, but I mean, we I, I'm not sure that there was any ever a time that we haven't been on the phone through quarantine. <laughs> I would say at least... Six times a week. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think that's a very decent number. Like, if not more, if not less, give or it, take. Yeah, it's 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 a lot, but it's good. And Seriously. thank you for putting up with me, because it's usually me calling you. It's pretty sad. Hey, listen, uh, I love it, because I would just go to bed otherwise, and I like staying up late to talk to you. Yeah, it's true. We're both people. <laughs> we're both creatures of the night, if you will. It's tr- Yeah, it's true, because we are on the phone, but we're on the phone to, like, one two o'clock in the morning usually right <laughs> keeps us out of trouble if you know this what is I mean. true <laughs> it, it certainly does in these small town parts <laughs> even now as we're recording this it's nine o'clock at night and we've been on the phone already for a half an hour so oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, of course we're recording this from two separate houses we're not breaking any pandemic rules because we're still in some restrictions cross um, my heart hope to die seriously oh my gosh rob have you uh, made it through quarantine being a musician because you haven't had any shows um literally in almost a year so how are you making it through what are you doing i actually have had quite a few shows during the pandemic (laughs) (laughs) amazing Um, there for a while right yeah i sold out the king eddie which was a big deal i mean it was half capacity and then we also did Mm -hmm. dickens right before um basically the main like uh restriction shut down again like the biggest ones that was Mm -hmm. in oh when was that november 
I think. Yeah, because we've been in restrictions since December 13th. Yeah. So it was yeah. like end of November we did Dickens and then there was a couple other shows we did with the restrictions. But like it's definitely been different because I mean, you know, I used to mm-hmm. be playing like three shows a week. Um, yeah. So it's been a little different, but I, I, I have to say it hasn't been the worst. Like, obviously, right. I, I'm not happy that COVID is around because it's affecting a lot of people's lives in um, very tremendous ways, negative. But um, yeah. I feel like as a musician, I've kind of delved into creativity within myself that I didn't even know I even had, like designing mm-hmm. clothes for my shows, um, sewing the clothes, embroidering, and then also like writing music that delves into more you know, different genres like soul and even some classical works and like, you know, and of course my classic country stuff as well. And I feel like it's just kind of made me introspective and really just like challenged me to be even more creative and more inspired, I guess. So, I mean, that's how I've been getting through is literally keeping myself busy like an old grandma, cross-stitching, embroidering, (laughs) writing, singing at the old piano, fantasizing about being on stage and, you know, all about the rhinestones and just holding on to Mm. that dream and hoping that life returns to normal again, basically. Oh my gosh. You know, it sounds actually really relaxing and quite nice. It is. (laughs) To live your cute little grandma life. It is it is a great life and like definitely I feel really lucky that, you know, I just happen to be comfortable in this mindset, like in isolation. I think it's really tough for a lot of people out there, but I feel lucky that I'm able just to kind of exist in that kind of space. Yeah. I feel like you're kind of the same too, though. Like you've been keeping busy as well. Yeah, you know, I I'm such a social butterfly. And I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody who listens to this knows how social I am and how I am everywhere and all over the place and up in everybody's business all driving the time. around in that mini <laughs> yeah in the mini cooper man if the mini cooper is not there it's not a party okay uh, <laughs> and I mean yeah I it's been quite quite nice actually I'm not gonna lie um I talk about this a lot on the podcast but I uh quit my job in the middle of the year which you yeah, helped you me did. get through <laughs> yep and I quit my job in the middle of the year on the radio and I went out and I did a whole bunch of stuff and I flipped around and it was actually really, really, really nice. Mm. So, I mean, I love it. And I do like this little, like being isolated has actually been able to like force me into doing things like this, like launching the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I would never have been able to do before because which of the, the world time. was waiting for as well. <laughs> you know, so many people had been bugging me about when I was coming back on the airwaves and when was the podcast going to launch. And, um, I just was like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And um, eventually I got to actually New Year's Eve. And I was like, no, bro, this is not the one. Got to get it out. And so I, you know, did it all in one night. And so I'm very glad that you were available to uh, get on the podcast with me so quick. I mean, I have such an extensive schedule. It was like <laughs> literally the stars aligned. Like for That's some true. reason, I just you know, could have time to do this. It's crazy how that just worked out. It's true. We had to, we had to fly him all the way back to the bedroom from the kitchen to be able from to have country queen Arlene's cooking. <laughs> hey, listen, country queen Arlene is my life. I love her. Okay. You uh, can have her, but like she can't be your full mom. Cause she's already my mom. Okay. So Okay, fine. All right. Uh, if you're out there and you don't know who Country Queen Arlene is, it is Rob's mom. She is 
absolutely incredible oh my gosh country queen arlene if you see her um around like she will love you and she will hug you it does not matter who you are what you look like or where (laughs) you're from she will bake you a lasagna if you even look a bit sad (laughs) oh you know if you look at her the wrong way there is weighted (laughs) blankets and ellen waiting for you at the house man (laughs) (laughs) that's the vibes i get from country queen arlene and i love it Oh, man. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're going to move on from Country Queen early because I could talk about her all night. Same. Um, and so we're, we've been kind of talking about music and you during uh, isolation. I want to know a little bit more about it. Um, for the folks at home listening, in 2016, Rob recorded his debut EP, Prairie Gold, in oh Toronto. I know. We're going to talk about Prairie Gold. <laughs> we're going to talk I, about Prairie Gold. <laughs> I'm such... I'm such a fan of Prairie Gold. Um, it and we're gonna we're gonna continue reading this description here because oh I love my it. God. <laughs> Prairie Gold, which beckoned of his small town sentimentalism and longing to return to his roots. Rocky Mountain Lot featured on his EP, made it to the top ten in country category in the Canadian songwriting competition in 2017. And in the same year, you then moved back to Calgary and settled here. So um two things. What uh, because I know that there's new music coming and we'll get to that in a little bit, but what makes Rocky Mountain Lot and the Prairie Gold EP like quintessentially Rob? Oh my gosh, what a big question, but I can give you an answer for sure. I think yes. this EP was so important in the development of where I am today because it was the acceptance of where I came from and that that is a part of who I am and that I'd been running away from that for so long. Mm-hmm. I think when I moved to Toronto, well, I know so, I was a jazz soul singer because, you know, I just was very into like Amy Winehouse at the time and, you know, Nat King Cole and like so many awesome new jazz artists as well. And Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to be that. But I think it's because growing up in Alberta was really hard for me. I was very different. And um, I felt like I wanted to reject all of that. And... Mm -hmm. The farther I moved away from home, the more I realized that just because, you know, when I was growing up that it was tough doesn't mean that I couldn't exist in an Albertan space and that it really was a part of myself and I couldn't change that. And without even thinking about it, I just started Rocky Mountain Lot was the first country song I ever wrote. And I just started writing country because it reminded me of home. Like, I grew up around country music playing all the time. Like, my, you know, especially at Grandpa's Farm. Like, that was, like, always in the truck. And, like, my parents were always playing it and singing it themselves. And I feel like I just started writing it because I was homesick. But it, it also has, like, a lot of themes of you know, how you can feel somebody, the bond between two people over over a country. You can just think of a person and they can make you feel like so warm inside. And I think right. that is very profound. We don't stop and think about things like that all the time. Like, even though there's so much distance, you can even just think about someone and they make you feel a certain way. Like to me, maybe that doesn't make sense to anybody. Maybe I'm talking gibberish, but to me, that's like <laughs> profound. And yeah. um, so that was really the start of me doing country. And I remember I started playing that music instead of my jazz music at like performances and stuff. And people were just kind of like taken back by it. And like they reacted in a certain way. And I started to just feel this shift where it just, 
seemed like the best expression of who I am as a person. Right. And being a gay person, I never thought that I would find myself in country music or that would be an authentic expression of who I am because of just how the industry was at the time. Mm-hmm. And, but I just followed my heart basically. And I just started writing music, not thinking about how it was going to sound. And I just started writing things that were close to me and close to what I was feeling. And Ontario was not easy and it was not a good time in my life. And it was very dark, but that music really resembled like a whole shift to me being a country artist, which is like where I'm at today. It's, right. it's, it's been a long road. <laughs> oh my gosh. No kidding. Well, I mean, I, it's been a long road in what it seems like in a short period of time. Cause it's mm-hmm. only been three years since you kind of came back to Calgary and mm-hmm. got like right in. I mean, I don't want to say a short amount of time, but um, st- I think it's relatively a short amount of time, even if it's 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're how old are you? <laughs> you're in your twenties. Oh, girl, you shady. I am <laughs> twenty eight years old. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you're still young, and I think to go through a lot of the things that you have in the past like decade or so, I think is I, I obviously know more than most. But oh, um, I don't know. know how much we could talk about on this podcast, no. but <laughs> we truly, we truly, we're truly not going to go into that because no. that is that's for. Uh, our ears only. That's so we're for gonna chicken move. soup for the soul, Robert edition. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Watch that because the podcast is coming. It's chicken soup for Tom and Rob. <laughs> oh man! So we're gonna move. Uh, we're gonna come back to your music a little bit later. Okay. And right now, I want to play a little bit of um, "Who You Like Better." Ooh, okay. I'm oh. gonna give you yeah I'm gonna give you two options because this is a really popular Instagram trend right now a lot of people are doing it and so I want to know I've paired up a couple people um, and some different things there's gonna be like some music some food some pop culture some oh all my of god that, I'm okay? living I'm living <laughs> for this there's only 10 so it's not gonna take forever but um, we're just we're gonna discuss in all of that okay so number one is Stevie Nicks or Joan Jett Stevie Nicks oh you answered that very quickly oh <sighs> But I don't blame you either. Yeah, like Joan Jett is obviously a legend, but Stevie Nicks just gives me that witchy, mysterious vibe. And like... Totally. And she's still very popular. She is. She's just so stunning as a person. She is. She's amazing. Number two, Cher or Tina Turner? Oh my gosh. I feel like the whole gay community is going to hate me because of... I'm going to say Tina Turner. Oh, okay. Interesting choice. Why? (laughs) Okay, literally, like, it's not only Proud Mary, it's Private Dancer. Okay. You know, like, her, I have a vinyl of Tina Turner that I used to listen to before my record player broke, but, like, I (laughs) live for Tina Turner. And, like, she was truly, like, I mean, not that Cher isn't, but, like, Tina Turner, like, she had been through it. But she persevered and, like, found a career for herself, and I think she's just an amazing human being. It's true. And, I mean, you know, like, not to get all political on it or anything, but those women of color yeah, that's have the thing. been, they've been through it yeah. in the industry coming up, especially in the time that Tina Turner had. I mean, simply yeah. the best. Come on. And I guess, like, Cher is, um, I can't remember, but she is uh, Native American as well. She is, yeah. She's indigenous. Um, yeah. Because I, I think there was a lot of controversy around her song Half Breed. Yes. Um, but, I mean, Cher was like, it's who I am. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Like, yeah. Go on. In conclusion, Tina Turner, though. Okay. I'll allow it. I'm good with that. Uh, okay, number three, Pepsi or Coke? Oh, I know you don't really drink pop, so I figured I'd throw this one in here. Uh, 
that's so rude. Can I do can I do Diet Pepsi or Coke Zero? Sure. Coke Zero. Oh, okay, good. We can still be friends. Yeah, I love a good Coke Zero. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, love that. Um, number four. Uh, Nicki Minaj or Car- Cardi B? Oh, that. Why would you do this to me? It's a. It, you know, this one is. Everybody's asking this on their Instagram right now. I think because of the longevity of me and Nicki Minaj's relationship, I'd have to choose Nicki Minaj. Okay, I agree. I'm there with you. You know, not yep. that she even knows who I am, but like all the way back <laughs> to Super Base, to Moment for Life. Come oh, on. moment, 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 blah, 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 moment for life with Drake. Like, oh my god! On. And to be honest, I'm not even sure Nicki Minaj knows who Nicki Minaj is anymore. So God, <laughs> for that song she did "Fly" with Rihanna with that um, Marge Simpson wig. Oh, come do you remember on. that? Oh I my gosh, that. iconic, iconic! Oh, come <laughs> on, and it was right in the middle of like Rihanna's red hair phase too. So they just literally looked like a police siren. Just I lived. Singing. I yeah. lived for it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, next one is gonna be, um, coffee or tea. Oh, I feel like just recently it's tea for me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I've never like really a really known you to drink coffee. Yeah, caffeine does really weird things to me usually, so I can only have a little bit of it. But yeah, I really love a nice green tea or a bubble tea. All down for uh, that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I like that you brought up bubble tea because my next question is Vietnamese or Chinese food? Oh, my gosh. Um, You know what? I have to say Chinese because one of my favorite restaurants in Calgary is You and Me. Okay. Have you been to You and Me before? I have not been to You and Me. Oh, my gosh, Tommy. Listen, I'm waiting for the pandemic to be over so we can finally hang out for the seventh time. Literally, I need to take (laughs) you there. Like, they used to know me by name there. I don't know if they'd remember me, but they used to, I used to go there all the time. They're steamed chicken buns out of this world. Out of this world. I mean, mean, listen, if you can't be known for your music, you better be known for your taste. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, Girl, literally, it's okay. You can shade me all you want. I remember a bunch of publications were doing this. Like, I got asked by two different publications to be like, a day in the life of Robert Adam. Like, where are you going for breakfast? Where are you going for lunch? Where are you going for supper? <laughs> Literally all the other artists in the publication are listing, like, super expensive, fancy, like, restaurants. Like, I'm just, like, at Alforno eating brunch. Like, there's me, <laughs> you and me, <laughs> ginger beef. <laughs> like... You're like, like breakfast, I, you and me, lunch, you and me. Literally, dinner, you and me. <laughs> I, I was like just all about it. And they're like, where are you going for lunch? Swish LA. Like, but like you and me, I will stand by my choices. It's the best. Yeah. Okay. I believe that entirely. Yeah. yeah. Makes a lot of sense about you. Yeah. Um so rude. next one. <laughs> hey, you know I love you. Come on now. <laughs> uh next choice. I know, I know the answer to this. Ella Fitzgerald or Karen Carpenter? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Once again, you know, Ella Fitzgerald used to listen to her a lot, but like me and Karen Carpenter have a special spiritual bond. Like only Tommy knows because I talk about it all the time and I have all their vinyls, but like oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
Karen Carpenter. We, I could talk about her forever, so I'm not going to, but I'll just say Karen Carpenter. <laughs> Listen, I think it was one of the first things that we bonded over because I love the Carpenter. I grew up listening oh, to the Carpenters. Gosh. Carpenter's gold. That was what Car- did it for man, us as friends. Carpenter's gold, man. Like I remember that conversation. I was out in my basement on oh, the computer, and, I, and we were talking, and, and I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, oh, just listening to the Carpenters. And I was like... Like calling occupants of interplanetary craft. I will oh, never forget it. I, I love that never... song. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, love it. Okay, like, we're not. We're gonna move on from the car. We are gonna move on. We'll be we'll there talk forever. about it all night. <laughs> Literally. Uh, okay, and so I th- I don't know if I know that because I've had both of these with you, Dairy Queen or Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That makes I, sense. I think DQ has cool treats, but the hot eats are not it for me. <laughs> and there it is, folks. <laughs> That's it. DQ, your if you need take. help with your branding, just call me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but like Wendy's, their spicy chicken burger. Honey, oh, it's the one, darling. That is written in the stars. That is who I'm getting married to is their spicy chicken Truly. burger. I don't need no man. I just need that spicy chicken burger for life. Oh my God. Everybody asks you who your lucky stars are. You're like Wendy's. Wendy's. The whole <laughs> value meal at Wendy's. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, okay. And my final answer to this. Now, this is not a this or that. This is a choose one of the following four. Okay. Okay. I feel this is a BuzzFeed quiz. I know, right? It's kind of cool. Maybe I should post this as a BuzzFeed quiz. You should. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll put this up on uh, the Tom Weekly Podcast Instagram. That's where you can find it. Yes. Um, number 10 is, if you could only choose one, would you choose Sailor Moon, Sailor Venus, Sailor Mars, or Sailor Uranus? <laughs> oh my God, why would you do this to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh I know it's your gosh. favorite show, girl. Okay, what are the options again? Sorry. Sailor Moon, Sailor okay. Venus, Okay. Sailor Mars or okay. Sailor Uranus. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite ones my favorite two are not in there. Okay, I guess I would have to say Sailor Venus. Okay. Cause she's actually like such a boss. Like she <laughs> is the that. leader of the little guardians that actually protect Sailor Moon, but like she's actually very pretty, very graceful, very smart, but also super powerful. So I absolutely love that. And to be honest, I wouldn't know which one to even pin for you because I never Can seen I pick it. a second choice? Sure. What's your second choice? Uranus, because she is a freaking lesbian and she's also like gender fluid. So Okay, so we're here for the for the queer rights. We're here for yeah. that. Yeah. And so is I'm... Nako Takeuchi. She was there since nineteen ninety two. So You know, that was another option that I was gonna put in here, but I just thought it was like a nice role because it was sailor like it was all the planets. So Yeah, I love it. Know. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Uh, if you out there have seen Sailor Moon, maybe connect with Rob because I'm sure Rob would like to talk to you about it because it's something that I couldn't talk to you about ever. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Tommy shuts down every time I talk about it because he's so <laughs> sick of hearing about it. Probably, <laughs> he's like, "Oh my God, Shakagumoguchi did this." Oh my and I'm God, like, stop! I'm... <laughs> I'm like, cool, Rob. I don't care. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love it. Um, okay, now, th- that was a really fun game. I'm going to put that up on our Instagram, Tom Weekly Podcast, uh, and I'll put it up on Facebook as well. Um, K-Rob, I promised everybody last year, or last year, last week, that we were going to talk about <laughs> I guess it actually works, because the last time we released a thing was last year. You're right. So look at that. Last year, we, we promised everyone that this year we were going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Oh, yes. And... 
because I mean, New Year's resolution is like they're a sticky subject for everybody. Um, do you have a New Year's resolution? I do. I do have a New Year's resolution. Okay, um, what is it? My New Year's resolution is I want to become even better at taking care of my friends and family. You know, oh. being the guardian of the lucky stars. You know. Uh huh. Um, and then also, you know, uh, getting better at like drawing fashion sketches and also like just being able to better get better at drawing period and sewing and then world domination with my music. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Come on. 2021. What about you, Tommy? Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Girl, you know, I did. I was like, I'm going to be healthy. And to be fair. I am being very, very good and, gr- and healthy and all of mm. that um, because I, well, 2020 was just, I just sat at home the whole time. And so I was just eating the whole time because that's what I could do. Um, Wait, and- you did in the summer though, you were, you were biking like a triathlete. Like, you know, it's you were very like, true. be like, Hey, I just biked 10 kilometers. I'm like, sorry. Like. It's true. Yeah, we we actually like me and my my three besties down here in Okotoks, we all got bikes this year. Um and we actually all went out and rode mostly every day. Like Molly, mm-hmm. um Molly was my first friend when I moved to to Canada and she me and her, we biked every single day as much as we humanly could. I have never been able to put a mountain bike in the back of a Mini Cooper, but I did it. Oh my god. <laughs> did you have to take the front wheel out or anything, or did you just shove it in the back? Um, at first, I shoved it in the back, and then I damaged the leather on the seat, so I took oh, the wheel off after that. Yeah, yeah good idea. But, yeah, so, but yes, we biked, and so my New Year's resolution was kind of to do the other half of that, which was to, like, finally, like, eat like an adult and, like, mm. you know, do all of that. So mm. those are mine, but as per the uh, it's skillsgo.com, this is the top 10 most common resolutions. We'll go by through these one by one because I want to know if it's something that like you you have done or done in the past or whatever. So number one, we just talked about this, exercise more. That's the number one most common New Year's resolution. Yeah. I feel like a I, lot of people don't keep that one though. Oh, they really don't. Oh. I mean, <laughs> girl, I know they don't. And it actually goes into number two because the second most common resolution is lose weight. Mm. And most, you know, I've seen some people like they do exercise and they do all of that, but it it does drop off. Um, mm-hmm. Number three, get organized. Do you get organized like at the start of every year? Um, you know, I feel like I'm the type where I'm constantly in a vicious cycle of like being disorganized, then reorganizing, and then it slouches back, and then reorganizing. So I don't, I don't feel like at the beginning of the year I do it. I feel like I just am constantly in a vicious cycle of being a slob, and then everything looking really nice and organized, and then going right back to being <laughs> friggin' a slug on the bottom of like a toadstool mushroom at like Moose Lake mm. Provincial Park in Bonneville. <laughs> in Bonneville, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, okay, I get that. I mean. I yeah yeah I get it what about um, you I mean it took you so long to organize this today so obviously that's something you need to work on whoa, <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding I'm just kidding hey Tom Weekly listeners I have a friend up for grabs because he's no longer mine okay <laughs> um, you know organization is not my strong suit ask anybody in my life they'll tell you like you are not wrong I said 8 o'clock and we finally got this going at 9 so 
you know, I, I, yeah, no, I'm just going to say no. I've never done it. I, I have great intentions. Like mm-hmm. on my big whiteboard that I put up to help me organize, it says, need printer paper. I want to yep. write a fucking movie. <laughs> See a Broadway show. Go to L.A. and get a performance degree. Oh, L.A. sounds fun. It doesn't it? Like, but that's about how organized my life is. Performance degree. Yeah. I'd, Thank God. I, I was thinking about like a performance degree, like because I've been thinking about going to school. It's been a decade since I left high school, oh my so God. You know. I would live to see that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, more so than anything else, I'd like to write a movie. Like, girl, right? Let's, let's team up. <laughs> Yo, I know what projects are happening for you, <laughs> and nobody else. Actually- other- Oh, what? go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, nobody else out there knows what these projects are, but I know what these projects are, and so we'll have to talk about this off the podcast, but yes. um, go on with whatever you were going to say. What kind of movie would you like to write? Like, would you like to write a drama or, like, an action movie or a romance Girl. or a rom-com? Okay. This is, like, probably the most me answer that I could possibly give. I want to write a coming-of-age gay movie. Oh, my God. That's what I... <laughs> Because I love them. Like, I I am a sucker for, like, Love, Simon, or The Thing About Harry, or Brokeback Mountain. Like Dude, that's any... a good one. That yeah. is a good one. Oh, man. You know, as traumatic as Brokeback Mountain is. So traumatic. <laughs> like, I'm here for it, and I, and I want it. Like, I don't know. But that's Honestly, what I like. Honestly, that makes complete sense. Like, you... Yeah. I mean, that out TV subscription is well used for you. Hey, I use that thing every night. Also, you can't say shit because you use my out <laughs> TV as well. <laughs> so, I mean, sorry about it. Okay, I would live for that. And I can't wait to see you write that movie because I know you're going to make it happen because you make things happen when you want to. It happens. <laughs> when I'm organized, I make things happen. Yeah, it's true is is how it rolls but um yeah i would love that too and i mean i just want to join you know how actually who inspired me to want to write that movie um cool. is uh, uh charlie david i don't know if you know who charlie david is but I he's do a can- not. okay he's a canadian producer he owns um border to border entertainment but he's a oh. canadian queer lgbtq um a script writer and director and movie he did so many movies um things like paternity leave he did oh. he did uh judas kiss which is another really really good one he only writes like the like stories exploring the lgbtq experience it's really cool wow. but there you go that's a bit of the background on that one so we can move <laughs> swiftly on car also talk about movies i all live night. for that i live for that yeah, so number four is uh, learn a new skill or hobby. Now, I know you learned a few new skills during quarantine. Mm-hmm. What'd you learn? Well, I had never sewn anything before, and then quarantine happened, and now I am sewing full outfits, so that's really fun. She, she, she learned... went straight up honky-tonk <laughs> sweatshop up in here. <laughs> oh, you know, with the, with the genetic lineage of many people who sewed their own garments, and Im- I also, you know, learned embroidery. Um, mm-hmm. I really got into archery hardcore again because... I want to revitalize um, my hunting skills because my dad loves hunting and I feel like it's a necessary kind of like, I mean, white people don't have culture. So like, that's our culture. Like your dad knows how to hunt. 
that's your culture. You take yeah, it. Like you take it. So when he passes away, it's like my father taught me how to hunt. I I don't know. That's how I think. My <laughs> mom taught darling. me how to sew a yeah. garment. So that's just basically been picking up skills that run in the family. I and love it. The next one is learning how to live in a trailer park successfully without getting stabbed. That's, <laughs> that's darling, family lineage that's... for sure. <laughs> Darling, that's the Bonneville way. (laughs) Is it ever? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Now, speaking of all of those things that you just said, um, number five on this list is living life to the fullest, which you Mm. clearly seem to be doing out there in Crossfield. (laughs) True. (laughs) I mean, I can't complain. Like, I've just been living my best life, and I'm regularly going to be grateful for that. Because like I said before, it's not the case for everybody. And I'm just glad that I can be in my own little world in Crossfield, watching Sailor Moon, you know, doing my thing, writing new songs and planning my next moves for my music career and stuff. Like, it's the mm-hmm. best possible situation. That's right. First stop, Bonneville. Like... Second stop, Grammy. Yes. And then <laughs> world tour, which means world. I'm playing Tokyo. Yes. There you go. That's it. Rob's now a featured character on Sailor Moon. Oh, my God. Don't even. I would literally <laughs> die. Like, if they wrote me in as some, like, dream angel cowboy, because basically that's what I am in real life, I would it's true. I would literally cry. I'd say, Lord, you can take me up now. <laughs> Beam me up, Jesus. <laughs> Lift me up, Jesus. <laughs> Beam me up. Je- Jesus, take the wheel. I'm coming. Oh, my God. Incredible. <laughs> Take my rhinestones. I don't need them anymore. I hear skin glitters up there. Oh, skin glitters. Love that. Uh, amazing. Oh, my gosh. Um, number six on the list. I love that we're only at number six. There's only 10 uh, oh. or nine. Um, number six on the list is save more money or spend less money. New Year's resolution. Mm. So, which I feel like we're both doing. Um, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. I mean, I made one change that also happens to be number seven on the most common New Year's resolutions list. Um, about it. Quitting smoking. Oh, my God. You did do that. I did. I uh, I smoked for 10. I smoked. Uh, I started smoking when I was 15. So grade 10. I started you were smoking. one of those chavs, hey? Let me tell you. Ah. I, was, I was one of those chavs out there at the Smoky Rock. All right? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, I was one of those chavs that was out there um, smoking, and I did that for te- literally 10 years up until this August. Um, and mm. actually, tomorrow, well, okay, not tomorrow, but tomorrow from the date of this release, because this release will be out on Friday uh, the 8th. And tomorrow as the ninth will be five months smoke free. That is a long freaking time, Tommy. Like good for you. Right. It's really hard to do, I hear. You know, yeah, it is. I mean <laughs> <You're> I, like, <laughs> I love how you're gonna like try and say it's easy. You're like, nope, you're you right. Know, it was yeah. very hard. <laughs> <laughs> it truly was. No, I mean like I, d- I think it was a lot easier for me than most people because like for me, um my body was like, we're done here. Mm. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of people, <laughs> it's, probably, it's what it's going to say to me too when I'm 80. It's going to go, we're down here and then we're yeah. out, dead. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, my body was like, we're done. And a lot of people say like that you won't quit smoking until your body tells you that it's ready to quit smoking. 
And I wholeheartedly believe that. And if you're out there and you smoke right now um, and you're thinking about quitting or people are pressuring you to quit, um, do what you need to do when it feels right to do it. That's the way I'll Mm. put that. Um, Mm. But I mean, you, you never smoked. Did you Rob? No, that's what I thought. I was always like a goody two shoes growing up because I was like super Christian. And then as I became an adult, like I started just to worry about my voice and like my complexion. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) of course. Classic. And my teeth. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, you're not wrong whatsoever. (laughs) My teeth are an absolute disaster. You know what? You still look like a million bucks anyways, though. Oh, my God. Thank you. But like the type that's counterfeit, right? (laughs) Oh my god, wish.com version. <laughs> ah, the wish.com version of a dollar bill. Oh, incredible. I love that. Um, and then really the last two, um, which we actually can't do right now, but it's spend more time with family and friends and travel more. Mm. So those are the last two on that list of most common New Year's resolutions. And we've established that we are not good at any of them. No. <laughs> no. Incredible. We, there is some work to be done. There is. In there both is. our lives, for sure. It's true. But you know what? We got each other, so it's fine. No big deal. Oh, my God. Don't we ever? The fiercest right? country gays in the nation. I don't want to actually say the fiercest. Some of the fiercest. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to come for anybody's gig. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It I don't want to post five million TikToks about it either. <laughs> Woo, child. Okay, we're going in on it here. Okay. I love it. I love that. Um, You guys, welcome to this phone call. This is basically a phone call that me and Robert (laughs) are having. basically is. (laughs) Like, we're just recording this one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And I love it because everyone's going to listen because we're already at 40 minutes. And the last episode, our pilot episode was uh, 15 so oh gosh. I literally feel sorry for you. You have to edit all this. You and Tara. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know what? Producer Tara, man, like she's so cool. And I think she's going to have a good time. And so at this moment, uh, because this is going to go over to producer Tara, um, I'm going to take a second and say, hi, producer Tara. And you guys will all oh meet God. producer Tara um, in the coming weeks. So just, I just want to, I just want to say, Hey, darling to miss Tara. Cause I love Tara so much. She is a friggin' icon. If you guys don't know, she plays in Nice Horse. And what's yeah. the other group she plays for? Uh, I couldn't tell you the other group because I'm not sure. All I know is that she plays for Nice Horse. Miss yeah. Tara. Uh, oh, why am I blanking on her last McLeod? name? McLeod. Tara McLeod. There we go. Yes. Tara McLeod. She's amazing and awesome. And we talked on the phone the other day about, do you know who Whitney Cummings is, Rob? I do not. No. She's a comedian. Okay. And she's very, very famous. And um, she has, I, I think it's her assistant, I think, um, but he's called Benton. And if you don't know him, his name is Benton Ray. And he is literally, he's like me. He's like Whitney's me. Like, and Tara actually made me follow Benton. So find him on Instagram. I'll put it up on the Tom Weekly Podcast Insta story. So you can go check it out there as well. But um, he's amazing. So there you go. That's what Tara told me. And that's my info, info for you. Do with it what you want. Also, go follow Tara. All of y'all out there. She's amazing. Yes, it's true. She's amazing. I'll put her up on the Instagram as well. She's um, just so iconic. Seriously. Now, talking about um, artists that we love, uh, who's your top artist right now? Just in general country. We'll get to Canadian after, but general favorite Canadian artist. Or sorry, regular artist in, in the world and country. 
regular artists in the world of country. Not like an old artist, right? Like current. Uh, yeah, let's go current. Uh, I would have to say, you know, this sounds basic, but like Casey Musgraves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to say that. That's too shady. Um, Casey <laughs> Musgraves is just, she's doing it for me. She's just, she's taking country and like not many con- people consider her new album country, but right. she's just like, you know what? I come from a country background, but I'm just going to make music that feels right to me and that elevates me as an artist and inspires me as a person. And I respect that because I feel like I really relate to that with my music too. Like just not really following the boxes and just like bringing in your heritage of country and respecting classic country, but also just like look into the horizon and seeing that it ain't just pink in the sunset, you know? Okay. Ah, Who's your favorite artist in country right now? And it better be me. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, I said said of all time, okay? I'm just kidding. kidding. Who is actually, you don't have to say me, who is your um, favorite current (sighs) artist in country? You know, oh man. You know, I didn't even think about my answers to these when I wrote them. Um, Mm. The... (laughs) The what do they say? It's been flipped. I'm turning it's, around on you. Seriously, I'm like the interviewer becomes the interviewee. Uh, I'm actually literally opening up my Spotify right now so I can look at this because I, you know, okay, I'm a huge Cam fan. Oh, Cam is amazing. Yeah, and her most recent album came out in October was amazing. Mm. And of course, like Untamed from 2016, one of the best mm. albums ever. Um. So I'd say I'm a huge Cam fan, uh, and nobody else really comes close except, I guess, uh, I guess I've, I got three that I love equally, and this is based on the amount of plays I've given them on like Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Cam, Ingrid, Andrus, and Tennille Towns. Oh my God! Literally. I totally. Why did I not list those two girls that you just said? Tennille uh, Towns, literally, so amazing. She's incredible. And Ingrid Angris is amazing, but like Teal Towns is our Grand Prairie goddess. Okay. Girl, like yes. that girl grew up in Grand Prairie. Trust me, I'm from the North too. I know that life. Not yeah. easy. <laughs> she and then she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Nashville. And she made it in Nashville. Do you know how hard it is for a Canadian to make it in Nashville? I'm mm-hmm. gonna fill you in on something. <laughs> Americans <laughs> don't like Canadians on the top of their charts, you know? That's and Miss Tennille did that. So yep. she's she iconic. She surely did. She, and she didn't just do that, but she exactly she toured with Little Big Town. She toured with mm-hmm. Dirk Bentley. Like she just mm-hmm. toured, 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 and she just mm-hmm. made it. It's amazing. Yeah. Like uh, I'm waiting for a Tennille Towns Ingrid Andrus collab. I'm just waiting on it. Oh my god, I would be living for that. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? The like I've interviewed uh, Tennille Towns a few times, and she is the sweetest, sweetest person. <sighs> That's what I keep hearing. Like yeah. just an angel. Yeah, I've interviewed her, I think, three times, and every time she said, like, hey, Tom, how are you? Oh, my God, how's your family? Like, how's your dog? Like, she remembers you, and that's what I like about her. But, yeah, that would have to be my kind of top artists. Now let's talk Canadian. Who's your top Canadian country artist? Okay, well, then, (laughs) Tennille Towns, for sure. (laughs) Of course. But, you know what? There are some other candidates, I would have to say. Okay. We're saying current, right? Like not, not like past eras of people. I mean, we could do like, I mean, let's, let's limit it to like people who are still alive. Okay. Well, you know, 
Brett Kissel and me. Yes, I do go know this way is- back. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't probably remember who I am, but <laughs> Brett Kissel to me is like I love Brett Kissel. I love three, two, one. I love Airways. I love God Made Daughters. I love guitars and gasoline, girl. Yeah, you know Brett's got some good songs. Like he's not necessarily my taste, um, but he does have some good songs. Like Drink About Me is great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Airwaves, great. I uh, love I didn't Airwaves. fall in love with your hair. Great. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like, and then he sang Burgers and Fries with Charlie Pride. Oh yeah. my gosh, living, mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow that. Definitely okay, thank still you. alive. Yeah, love that. What about um, yours? My top Canadian artist, oh man, again, didn't really think about this. Um, it's the I th- organization thing we were talking about earlier, Tom. Okay, you quitted <laughs> with that shade. <laughs> oh man. Um, I have to honestly though, and I actually say this about a lot of people when I talk about Canadian country, is that I'm I'm not, like I don't listen to a lot of charting Canadian artists. I listen Same. to more that run in the circles that I run in. Yeah. Um, and like, I literally, I have a few that I love. Um, Q promotion of Tommy's friends. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um, well, I mean, literally, like, free, like you and Michaela Sheedy, obviously, my, when I'm going to my bestest yes. friends. And um, of course, there is Aaron Pollock, who's amazing, also. Yes. Like Mariah Stokes, Devin Cooper. Like, these people that run in these because I I think when it comes to don't Canadian, forget Miss Chrissy Feniak okay oh come on Chrissy Feniak I, I love, love Miss she is like the baby of the group she's like eighteen years old and I like love that oh young God. woman so you know much what? that girl has gotten older her and her eyebrows have stayed flawless the whole time girl she. I swear that girl could do a full face of flawless makeup by the time she was ten years old girl I'm pretty sure her face like I'm pretty sure it just stays like that yeah. Like, I don't even think, I think she's fooled us to think that she's wearing makeup, but her face is just like that. That's how good it's it is. Ju- she just has a natural contour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh just my natural, man. Like, Literally. There's like no one. There's no Literally. one who can touch Christy Feniak's makeup skills. No one. No, not one per even drag queen. Trixie Mattel, get out of here. Katya, oh. get out of here. <laughs> Bianca Del Rio, get out of here, bitch. For real. Um, no can't do it um yeah love it but yes that's i mean when it comes to those circles right that we run in like it's i respect those artists who are who are out and they chart and they put music out and then they gig at the same time and they go and they work the circuit and they work hard and they put their shit out and that's what i love about the canadian country scene and that's that's kind of why those guys are my favorite um but i mean you can't beat some friggin' James Barker band or some Rivertown Saints or any of those folks mm-hmm. that are charting because they, they do still play gigs, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there you are. There's my top artists, my top Canadian artists. Hard to find a top nowadays, you know? <laughs> I was loving. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for this interview. It was so nice yeah. asking you questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I love it. Uh, <laughs> um, we are coming up to our time limit but I mean um, I want to know I said we we're going to come back to your music and we're going to come back to your music now because again I obviously know a lot more than the regular person um, but what's coming next for you as far as your music goes well we have an EP called Baby Blue which is um, basically it's the evolution of 
me as an artist. It's the next level for me, and it's been a long time coming. It has been forever. Uh, Prairie Gold was my last recording that I put out. So this is going to be the better, better, best version of yes. myself. And I'm going to give people basically a a dreamland to listen to. That's very classic country. It's very 70s. It's very heartfelt. But it's going to be an album where people can just kind of put their earbuds in and kind of get lost in a different world and just kind of unplug and just maybe feel a bit more joyful or feel a little more melancholy and just, you know, just kind of cathartic is the word I think this album is going to be and y'all know there's going to be looks okay the outfits the visuals it's from a different world that's what I'm trying to make here and I'm really excited to share with everybody because it's been a passion project of mine and in the works for quite a while so yes yep and I'm very excited to uh, hear it I've heard a few things and I absolutely love them so uh, I know that y'all out there are going to absolutely love it. It's going to be fabulous. And hey, uh, Rob, where can we find you online? You can find me at Robert Out of Music on Instagram. If you want to join my mailing list, you can go to www.robertoutofmusic.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Robert Out of Music. You can find me on Facebook, Robert Out of Music. <laughs> if you want to fax me, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to fax you fax uh, him at country queen arlene's kitchen girl oh my gosh country queen arlene would be like oh my gosh we got a fax <laughs> incredible country queen uh, arlene used to be a fierce secretary so she knows how to work a fax machine oh, so mm-hmm. come on miss country queen arlene we're yes. here for it. uh and hey if you want to catch any of rob's unreleased content you can hit him up at only Shut up! I do not have an OnlyFans. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There you go. <laughs> Find Rob uh, anywhere on uh, social media, Instagram. I'll link it all in the description. You can of buy this Tommy for one hour on wish.com. <laughs> oh, girl. You can buy me, but I won't show up for four months. <laughs> I love it. Incredible. Uh, Hey, well, you guys, we're coming to the end of episode two of the Tom Weekly Podcast. Now, um, if you want to find us on social media, you can all everywhere, all the platforms, Tom Weekly Podcast. And uh, I'll link all of Rob's shit, like all of where you can find him, all up in the episode description. Uh, And hey, if you're listening from like Thailand or Norway or any of those other countries outside of Canada, thanks for being here. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, come back next week because we're going to have some more really cool guests hanging out with us uh, on the pod as well. And Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure. You are just the best. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And to all my darlings out there, have a great night. Yes, bye.